Welcome everyone to the Facebook Bookers Podcast, episode 32. I'm here, Jerry, as always, with my tag team partner, co-host, and bro, Rich. What's up? Uh, not a whole lot. Just got home, watched Smackdown with you. 15th anniversary. That's right, 15 years of having the Smackdown laid upon us. We've been bros for a while when SmackDown's been around. Yeah, I don't think I've had any friends that long. Not really. No. Oh, bro. Oh. Clang our Red Bulls. They were clanged. Mm-hmm. So, as usual, you're gonna hit us up with the dirt sheet, hot shit from the sheets, the news. If that could be considered wrestling news, I mean. It's sports entertainment, right? News, rumors, and bullshit. How about that? I like news, rumors, and bullshit. News, rumors, and bullshit. All right. I just came up with that. Top of my head. Book it. All right. Book it. So, uh, I guess we'll call this bullshit because it's fluff. Uh, happy 50th birthday, Dixie Carter. She's 50? Uh-huh. She doesn't look 50. Born the same day as uh, Bruno Sammartino, who's uh, 79. Yeah. His birthday passed, too. Yeah. Same day. October 6th. 1964 and 1935. Wait. 1935 for Dixie, right? For Bruno. Oh, okay. Bruno! She's old. She doesn't look 50 because she has money. That's true. So a lot of treatments and fucking souls. Not to bring up like a sore subject for some people, but... You know, Joan Rivers passed while she was under the knife for more fucking plastic surgery, right? Oh, it was plastic surgery? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it was elective surgery, I think they were calling it. I see. I guess it should be a cutoff point. Wouldn't you? Can't be mean. Can't be mean. She can't be mean. Hey. Oh. If it makes you feel any better, <laughs> if you died, she'd totally make fun of you. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, absolutely. She's a good sport. Not for that. I remember watching her on fucking Johnny Carson way back in the day. She was fucking hysterical. Anyway, alright, that's off topic. She's not Dixie Carter. Dixie Carter is. 50. We don't know what Dixie Carter is. <laughs> I know she's 50. Uh. More, uh, this is news, I guess. Uh, Super Billy Graham's in the hospital again. He was admitted to the Mayo Clinic for complications from his previous medical conditions. No further information is available at this time. What? Okay. Okay. Uh, Jake the Snake Roberts uh, said on Twitter that he had an MRI to check bleeding and a lesion on the brain, hoping it's not a tumor. We are also hoping it's not a tumor. I was going to say that. Dude, everyone was thinking it. I know, but I wanted to be the one behind the one. You got a tumor. You got it. Okay. I got I'm gonna it. let you have it. Well, you, I was prepared. You were. I, I wasn't. I wasn't, man. Oh, you rehearsed. Because you, you, you <laughs> said you said before. Oh, I don't have to look over your notes. That's true. Because I like to be surprised. And I'm sure this is a name you didn't think you'd hear in a long time. Alundra Blaze. Oh, I remember her. Yeah, she she was the one that dumped the, the WWF belt in the garbage yeah. can on Nitro. Great. That's why they wanted to. Pre- that's what they wanted to prevent Bret Hart from doing. They thought he was going to do that, something like that. Yeah. 
So, yeah, in WCW, she's Medusa. In WWE, she was Alundra Blaze. I don't know what the fuck her actual name is. It doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't matter what her name is. I guess not. But she uh, was hospitalized after an accident at, at a monster truck show in Australia. She says she'll recover. That's all the details I got. What is she doing at a monster truck show? Is she watching? Is she in a car? Was she driving a monster truck? Maybe uh, she was in one of the cars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, that would be bad. Grave Digger versus Alondra Blaze. <laughs> Alright, so... Uh, news, but also bullshit. Although he's been cleared to return to the ring for a while now, your boy, Christian, has been kept on the sidelines by WWE due to their belief that he is too physically, quote, fragile yeah. these days. I agree, keep him away, and they want to keep him around as, like, an agent or a trainer or something not wrestling. And I'm good with that. That's fine. You know, he's paid his dues. Yeah, he's paid his debt to society. Yeah, pay him. I know you're gonna miss him. No, just pay pay him. I, I can see the pain look on your face. Pay him to not be on my TV, and I'm good. The pain in your face that you won't be able to see your Captain Charisma return to the ring for How? one more match. How can anyone even call him Captain Charisma? He has no charisma. How does that work? How does that work? It doesn't. It, he used to be kind of cool. We liked him. That's that's like calling Zeus by his, by his real first name, Tiny. He's not fucking Tiny. Well, yes. no charisma. Alright. No charisma. Okay. He was good working off of Edge 15 years ago. Peeps? You were a peep. Come out the closet, bro. Fine. I was a peep. Now that the cat's out of the bag, how do you... You were Rosebud. What's worse? I think we're going to agree to disagree on this one. I think time will tell. Time will tell. And by the way... Yeah. You remember that conversation we were having last week about uh, Adam Rose Mm. um, being the Monday Godfather and they're all his hoes? Yeah. Hashtag Hosebuds. Hosebuds. Very good. Austin said in an interview recently with uh, this guy I never heard of. He was a former wrestler and bodybuilder, Rick Drayson. Okay. Austin casually said, quote, I'm trying to get back into shape for a comeback. That could just be interpreted as one match. Probably not a series. Maybe a series, but... As a comeback to that. Go for it. Uh, Jim Ross put out a blog. It's not about a return. It's uh, It's to go back to Gold's Gym. Sorry. Why Gold's Gym? I don't know. Cause just like a really popular, like the Gold's Gym, I think in California. Yeah, that's where Hogan was discovered. Yeah, it's like a big deal or whatever. I'm not a bodybuilder. I just lift weights sometimes. You build your body sometimes. I'm not eating cookies. This is bullshit. Mm. Um, sorry to all you fans and employees of United Airways, but you fucked up. You have Dolph Ziggler's bag, which has his Intercontinental Championship belt in it. And you haven't given it back yet. It's been recovered. It has been recovered. Yes. Oh, there you go. Win? Whatever. <laughs> Alright, so, but uh, Dolph, 
course he's got a sense of humor about it, because he's fucking Dolph. He's great. He's um, hilarious. <laughs> you know, he does uh, improv. Are you promoting his improv? This is three weeks in a row you mentioned that. Just in case you forgot. Just in case. <laughs> you don't know just who the hell he is. He <laughs> does improv. I know. You know he does improv? I know. I said my people go over. Comedy. I know you've mentioned it for three... <laughs> You're losing your mind over it. I forgot that I brought it up last week. And the week before. Really? I should bring you some fucking ego blow. You really forgot? I forgot. Oh, boy. I, I told you I'd go in fresh. I gotta I gotta, I gotta, gotta bring you some ego blow next week. Maybe I should listen to... I have to re-listen to the episodes again. Before. Yeah, like right before we... Right before... Like on your way home from work. Before we watch Smackdown. Listen so you don't... Repeat, because repeating yourself is my job, okay? You know, if I'm having that problem, then everyone should have to re-listen. Yes, you know, we should all re-listen. I recommend re-listening to the podcast right before you watch, you listen to the new episode. Yes. And always with friends. Always with friends. You don't want to be selfish. You, you, can't, you can't listen to Basement Bookers by yourself sometimes. You gotta have someone next to you to fucking nod at while you're hysterical laughing and say, yeah, right? You know, sharing is important. That's right. Alright, so I wanted to share uh, some tweets that Dolph said uh, that I guess he wrote or tweeted. He tweeted tweets, I guess, on Twitter. Oh, you tweet, you tweet on Twitter? Yeah, you tweet your tweets on Twitter. I said you tweet on Twitter. <laughs> so he said, quote, Hope you're not you guessing my bag before Raw. Um, anyone in Brooklyn sell replica Intercontinental titles? Asking for a friend. That's one. And then he said, um, Vince, holograms are so in. Michael Jackson, Tupac, etc. Raw should do that with the Intercontinental t- title bite. T- title tonight at United. And then, uh, Thursday, he said, update. Still no bag or contact. Bought new clothes and supplies just to go to work. Lose my number, United. So... I don't remember. I've flown a few times with a few different airlines and never had my bag lost, but... I'm thankful that I haven't had any of my luggage misplaced the uh, four or five times I've been on a plane. Mm-hmm. So, this is bullshit. Your boy Dwayne is going to be in another movie. It's an, a film adaptation of the book Not Without Hope. Sounds stupid. According to a new article on Deadline, E. Nicholas Mariani is set to handle the adaptation of the book, centered around four friends who were capsized during a deep-sea fishing trip. Dwayne is expected to play the role of Nick Schuyler, I guess that's how you say it, who wrote the original book. So it's based on a true story, then? It doesn't say that. I'm, maybe he's just going to narrate. I don't know. Whatever. It's he's out. way too giant. To be shipwrecked with these people. He'll eat them. He will. He'd have to eat them to survive. To maintain his muscle mass. Now, if they're they're shipwrecked, Mm -hmm. do they land on an island or they're on the boat? They just, is it on like a boat the whole time? I didn't read the book. I'm going to have to do some, I'm going to have to look Well, the boat capsized, so that means it flipped. It flipped. So, does that mean they spend the whole movie... In a flipped boat, like, 
you know, with the heads, because with the boats flip, mm. you could just, like, you, you could flip it back. You could flip it back, because the rock yeah. is, like, super strong, and looks like a giant. I don't know, I'm, I'm just picturing, like, a slightly large kayak. You can't kayak. He's monstrous. Large kayak, or canoe. I think I meant canoe. Canoe? Whatever. Things. Something that people in New York like us don't fucking have. I think they just need to be careful with what they cast the rock in. Because something Dwayne's. he's just too big for. Dwayne. The Rock is a wrestler. Dwayne is an actor. He's the Rock. He's it depends. <laughs> in WWE, he's the Rock. He was the Rock. When he comes back now. For these one-off shits, he's Dwayne. Alright, I'm, I'm just going to leave this alone. Because this is... No one's moving. <laughs> no, right. It's like that promo on SmackDown that was recorded on Raw. With two Triple H and The Rock. That was great. That was the best shit. We'll get to that. Yeah. I didn't have notes on that, but I remember it was fucking awesome. Anyway, um... I know you were waiting for this one, because I, I know how, uh... How much you love that uh, Macho Man Randy Savage album back in the day? Oh, yeah! It was, it was called, like, Be a Man, Hulk. Yeah, it was called Be a Man. And yeah, I saw him Be a Man, directed a Hulk Hogan. Anyway, so, Brian Christopher, a.k.a. Grandmaster Sexay, has a rap album out uh, on, on iTunes, which features cameos from a few wrestling personalities. His dad is on one, Jerry Lawler. No, uh, it doesn't say anything about our truth Lawler's on one, and Rikishi, Rikishi is on, quote, several. What kind of music is this? Rap. Did you miss that part? King can't rap? Dude, King's rapping? I don't know. This, uh, this is what I have. We're going to have to dig this up. We can get it on iTunes tonight. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> And this is bullshit, but also news, because I like it, and I know you were waiting to hear about this. Uh, movie directors and noted wrestling fans, the Soska Twins, or Soska, I'm not sure. Aren't they responsible for uh, See No Evil? See No Evil 2, not the first one. Oh. And Vendetta. Okay. I guess not V for Vendetta, it must be a different movie. It has to be, because they didn't do that one. Alright, All right. Uh, anyway, they noted on Twitter recently that they badly want to make a movie around the Wyatt family characters. This Where's is, my wallet? <laughs> Where's, just take it. Take just our take, money. Take the money. Uh, they received an enormously positive response from fans who seemed to love the idea. The story received a very big response on Twitter as they tweeted about it and even garnered some mainstream attention with a Dread Central article. Uh, they noted in recent interviews that WD gave them a lot of creative control over See No Evil 2, so uh, seemingly it'll be interesting to see if WWE wants to do it. I think it's gold. Take the money. Yeah, take the money. They can even release on the WWE Network. Eventually. They should have their fucking movies on there. Yeah. Like, like, uh, like a couple months after why not? it's in the theater, once it's released on DVD and Blu-ray. Why not? Do it. Alrighty. This is bullshit. Interesting bullshit, though. Uh, Peter Rosenberg is back uh, with his Wrestling with Rosenberg series, and he interviewed Nikki and Natalia just before Raw in Brooklyn this Monday. Natalia apparently said that when Tyson Kidd isn't uh, isn't traveling with her, 
She travels with the great Kali, and his English is actually excellent, despite what we see on TV. What? So obviously they're just playing off on the fact that he's a big, dumb fucking giant that no one can understand, except Cena. Yeah, because he can speak his language. Yeah, he speaks Punjab somehow. Allegedly. We don't know. I don't speak it. He could have been gibberish. Gibberish? Yeah. Uh, supposedly he also speaks Japanese really well, but I'm thinking if Kali spoke better English, I think he'd probably, I don't know, connect with the crowd better. I think they're trying to... Like, I hear you. Yeah. That that they, they have that niche. They they want to have this guy that no one can understand, but he's fucking huge, so... Like, if he just looks at you a certain way, you just scurry away, but... He used to be scary. Well, you're supposed to be. Sure. But come on, fucking Runjan Singh. The great Kali starting every sentence with that. Yeah. The great Kali says. Wasn't that wasn't that his Twitter handle too? Great Kali says. I don't know. I think it was. It's interesting that it wasn't mentioned on SmackDown unless it was in the first twenty minutes, which unfortunately we didn't notice. By the way. Jerry's DVR uh, stands for doesn't record video, doesn't video record. Uh, it's because there's a glitch in it. It considers SmackDown a rerun. Well, it has to be forced to record it somehow. Right, well, then every week, someone should be here at 8 o'clock to hit the record button. I'm just saying. News. The storyline of Big Show on the Russian flag, just like I suspected including the company's apology, was all part of a planned angle. All of it was planned. They knew they would get shit for it. What? Yeah. Planned? And WWE does have shows in Russia, so they may have wanted to soften the blow uh, regarding the apology. But apparently the entire thing was planned in advance. The part where a show pulled out on the Russian flag was actually edited off the Russian version. WWE TV. Good idea. But then what the fuck was the apology about? Uh, I'm just saying. Covering your asses. And on a related note, apparently Rusev and Lana are put over really strong by the Russian announcers as heroes. And they are faces in Russia. Good idea. It makes sense. Well, yeah, because it would be tough for them to not be. Isn't everybody in Russia evil? Really? That's what they tell me on TV. What else am I supposed to believe? I've never been there. As far as I'm concerned, it's cold. Vodka comes out of the water fountains. They're vodka fountains. Fucking bears. There's bears everywhere. Like, you could be drinking at a bar, which I don't know why they go to bars because there's vodka at the fountains, but I guess just to socialize. You can walk outside, and you might get into a fight with a bear. And most times, they win the fights. They beat these bears. So, they're tough as shit. They drink a lot. And it's gloomy. And they have really cool-looking buildings. One I know about Russia. Alright, this isn't exactly... This is news. Not exactly a spoiler. But, uh, Jericho will be making a quick return... Uh, during the European tour, which is coming up in November. 
Uh, while he's not scheduled to appear on Raw, he is set to work six days on the tour uh, from November 10th through the 15th with a possible appearance on SmackDown. All right. I don't know what the... Love me some Chris Jericho. I mean, yeah, but... I know the current roster, quote, isn't deep, but... I don't know if they really need him. He can do nothing but help. You're right, but... One-off things are... You know how I feel about these fucking one-off things. I know. And this is an interesting bit of news. Uh, sort of an elevation in status, if you will. Randy Orton reached a new agreement with the company where he is no longer working full-time on the road. So he's doing less house shows. What? He is no longer obligated to work all the weekend live shows. Does Cena work all the weekend live shows? Pretty sure he doesn't. Well, I guess they're trying to just, they don't want him to wear out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wanted him to resign. I wish they didn't. But, uh, alright, I guess. I mean, could they modify that deal maybe less on, less Randy Orton on Raw and SmackDown? Uh, maybe he misses every other pay-per-view? I'm, I'm sure they could. I'll, I'll bring him up next time I see Vince. Thanks. If you could... If you could do that, <laughs> that'd be great. You got it. You got it. Have I, have I failed you before? No. Exactly. Great. <laughs> let it be known. Let, <laughs> let it be known. Ginkgo biloba does not help your fucking motor functions. Not at all. It's not the beer. No. Fucking okay. one. All right. So that's news. Oh, I wanted to add something when we were talking about the movies. Yeah. I watched that Leprechaun Origins movie. Because mm-hmm. I'm on vacation. Mm-hmm. And the movie... Alright, spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen the Leprechaun Origins movie starring uh, your boy Hornswoggle. Isn't isn't he an alligator now? Gator. Well, before, yeah, he, he's, got, he's before the gator. he got eaten by the alligator. Right. Uh, he's in this Leprechaun movie. Where he killed the alligator and is now wearing its skin. That's right. Uh, this film has uh, four... It's about like four, four teens. You know, two chicks, two dudes. And uh, it's the usual shit. Leprechaun's uh, trying to kill them for reasons. Uh, anyway, the point is, you're watching this movie. I'm watching it. I'm trying to take it serious because it's a horror movie. <laughs> And I'm ignoring the fact that I know Hornswoggle from wrestling. And there's a part in the movie that just made me almost die of laughter. <laughs> I was hysterical laughing. <laughs> I really, I don't want to give it away. I'll, all right, I'm going to tell you about it, though. Okay. Spoilers. Excellent. If you haven't seen the movie. More spoilers. At one point, they decide there's three of them left. At one point, yes, someone died in a horror movie. Oh my God. Sorry, guys. At one point, they decide, all right, we're going to trap them. They have this, this fireplace where, like, you can get out. That's how the thing snuck into the house is through this back door to the fireplace. So, like, they had one girl, this dumb hoe, uh, hide mm-hmm. under the, like, the, I guess it's like the, what's it called? The hearth? No, like outside. Oh. Uh, 
Oh, they have like the under house area? Yeah, the under house area. All the right. under house area. I live in a basement, okay? <laughs> the under house area. She's hiding, and he starts creeping up there to go in. She's like, alright, now's my chance. So she goes, and he's there, and he like grabs her leg and stuff. And then all of a sudden, the, the, inside, the, the dude has an axe, and he's ready for the leprechaun. And, and, and the girl is screaming and stuff. And the leprechaun throws her in through the, the fireplace, and the guy fucking brings down the axe and fucking crushes her, cuts her face in half. Nice. He murders her because he throws the fucking leprechaun, the dick. <laughs> and I just couldn't stop laughing. And after that, I was, it was done. That movie was not a horror movie anymore. <laughs> not to go too far off topic, but you remember when we watched Butterfly Effect? And for some reason, this keeps coming up. Yes. <laughs> he's in a tub. Yeah. And he, well, he, he's, he's a quadriplegic, and like he alternates fucking... It's like Quantum Leap, kind of. stupid. And like so Ashton Kutcher trying to play a serious role. And so he's a quadriplegic. He doesn't have arms or legs at all. And he's in a fucking tub. It's filling up with water. And his friends come and grab him. He's like, I can't even kill myself right. <laughs> and it was just too fucking funny. Did we watch that in the movie theater? Yeah. And everybody laughed? Yeah. <laughs> You're not supposed to laugh at these movies. I, I think I know what that movie was. That movie was the first punk. Yeah, he that was us. a prototype. We got punked <laughs> real good. We got punked out of fucking whatever the t- price of admission was at the time. Fuck inflation. Probably only eight bucks then. Shit. All right. My day. I think we're done with movies. Yeah. You got raw notes? I got, I got some raw notes. Um, I want to say I'm not a fan of guest hosts. About. 90% of the time. Like, sometimes you'll get a good one. Bob Barker. Bob Barker, <laughs> for instance. Uh, the legendary uh, Bob Barker. Mm-hmm. Reminding you to uh, spay your pets or whatever. Every pet spayed or neutered. That's Help right. control the pet population. That's right. Uh, it's very important. First of all, I don't know what a Hoda is. But I know what a Kathy Lee is. And neither one of those fucking alcoholics belong on Monday Night Raw. Agreed. I'll tell you that right now. Okay. I don't know what the hell the point of that was. Was that to raise awareness? Because if it was, it was counterproductive, because I changed the channel. It was to raise awareness for rock-hard asses, apparently, on these fucking old women, that apparently they can break a wine bottle on each other's ass. Well, that wine bottle of sugar glass. (laughs) That's what that was. I I didn't get that. The point of that. I think it was to get mainstream people watching. It was to get Kathy Lee and Hoda fans to watch. For the record, both Fresh and I hail from Brooklyn. We live in Brooklyn. We did not go. We're okay with that. We're okay with that. Yeah, when I heard they, when I heard they were hosting, I'm like, alright, so I'm okay missing it. Yeah. Although, I told you, not to skip ahead, but when Rock came out, I texted Jerry. I'm like, you're marking out, aren't you? He texted back. How did you know? I was. He, he thought I planted a fucking camera in the studio. And I'm like, no, I heard you. Yeah, which is impossible. Because you live too far away. Because I, I just know that 
My partner here is a big rock mark. I was genuinely surprised. So was I. I, I was, I was, I was at my computer, as always, facing the computer, because, you know, it was just Lana was talking, and I was just checking to see more fucking Lana nude pictures and shit. And I hear, I hear Rock's music, I'm like, huh? <laughs> For a second there, I thought it, I don't know why, but I thought it was Big Show doing one of his things again. Yeah, I think someone said that, I think uh, King made reference to that. Oh. Well, I must have missed that. Because I was too busy marking the fuck out. No kidding. Because I was really... If it wasn't The Rock, I was going to hate the thing. <laughs> I was ready to hate it. <laughs> but uh, I'll, I'll go into that. That obviously was great. Mm-hmm. The G does not stand for good. It stands for the great. Great as in the great one. The Rock came back. And boy, was it great. Uh, and he didn't even promote a movie. No. He wasn't promoting a movie. He came out. He did his thing. Which, it kind of felt like he was... Like, you could tell when he's trying to find the beat for where he's going. Yeah. Was it, was it the fact of the matter or... Yeah. Whatever. Everybody knows. But it's it's the rock, man. And no one can deliver it like him. Still. That is true. Although, here's my beef with that segment. Sure. And I wrote it down while we were talking about while we were watching SmackDown. Now, Rock is great. <clears throat> Soviet Streetwalker. Hashtag Soviet Streetwalker. That was, that was great. But my issue was, The Rock, a part-timer, who actually lost his last match, is in the ring with this guy that he's a big, he's a beast, he's undefeated. He's a giant baby. He is a giant baby. But he's undefeated. Ah, by pinfall or submission. That's right. He hasn't been defeated. I didn't say he he didn't lose. He hasn't been defeated. And Rock beats him up. All he did was knock him out of the ring. He didn't do a rock bottom. He didn't do a people's elbow. It wasn't any real offense. But still, I disagree with it. I think Lana should have intervened and pulled Rusev away. Before there was any physicality. You mean do what he was supposed to do? Yes. As well, opposed to just Rock being a big dumb face. And yeah, because... I think they had... I think they owed us an apology for that Kathy Lee hold of bullshit. Okay? And that almost owed it. I accepted it. Rock is great. When he's, he's the great one. So what do you think about The Rock coming back to fight against Rusev? Eh. It doesn't matter what you think. Damn it. You have to say I think. And then I oh. say it doesn't matter what you think. Oh, One day, we don't rehearse. I'm going to get that in. <laughs> we don't rehearse here. It's <laughs> rated R for realness. I guess so. Yeah. That's the... Oh, oh, wait. To quote Dr. Horrible. Catchphrase. No catchphrase. It's the truth. It's a statement. Um. Anyway, um, what do you think of the Cesaro at Dust Bros versus Sheamus and the Usos? That good. Sheamus was in it, so I don't remember. 
Well, let's just say it's the same shit from everybody. Yeah. Um, the Slater Gator versus Matadors and Bull Guy. The only good part of that match. Wait a second, wasn't it Torito versus Gator? Oh, whoops. I actually, I well, hold on. I actually stepped away. Oh, I, yeah. I, you know what? That's what it was. It's just that I'm so used to yeah. all of them fighting together. I paused, had to step away to, you know, whatever family shit. Came back. My DVR somehow didn't pause. I couldn't rewind. So I was like, ah, I, I missed the fucking Hornswoggle match. You're so lucky. But you missed JBL making a Skinner reference. He referenced Skinner. Oh, he, I think he said that on SmackDown, too. Again? I think so. Alright, well, fuck it. You mentioned him. Skinner was, uh... Or Skinner when you need him. Yeah, he, he was a wrestler back in the, the days of, uh... Rick the Bottle Bartel, or uh, British Bulldog versus the Berserker, or or whatever. (laughs) Anyway, yeah. Um, AJ teamed up with Emma versus Paige and her new best friend. AJ walked out on Emma, which I didn't get. As far as we know, AJ's a face. I think she's a cleaner. I did. Had nothing indicating that. AJ hasn't, aside from fighting heels, AJ hasn't done anything Isn't that what a face specifically does? face-like. Has AJ come to anyone's rescue? That doesn't make you... Has she? I don't recall. She hasn't. So, what makes her a face? Besides crowd reaction. She's, um, the crowd reaction. No one boos her, ever. You're right, no one boos her, because she's fucking awesome. She's, like, she's, uh, she's accepted as a face by the mainstream crowd, and she's accepted as a face by the smarks, such as us. That doesn't make any sense for her to do that, though. Because she's not really a face. She's crazy. She has no friends. She has said in interviews she has no friends. Because she fucking leaves them in tag team matches. She said that before that. Before that, that she has no friends. I thought she had no friends because she's a loser. And losers don't have friends. I'm just kidding. Whatever. I'm just kidding. You know why she doesn't have friends? Because she leaves them alone in tag team matches. Oh, what about Cena? Cena's a bad friend. And AJ's not then? But John Cena... John Cena is, is the clear worst face. friend. But he's a clear face. He is. He is the faciest of faces. AJ is not a clear face. She's a tweener. I don't like it. She fights heels, but in general, she's a tweener. I don't like tweeners. I don't like that. It's weird for me. Also was a tweener for a while. Yeah... But then it's like... Angle was... It wasn't that long, though. Really? I always thought Angle was straightforward. Hey, don't you remember the signs? Hey, Kurt, what's your angle? Yeah. <laughs> I always liked Kurt, though. I guess because I always liked him. He's great. He's a fucking legit wrestler. Remember when he was with Luther? That was funny. What are you looking at? It's a Wendy's thing on the floor. One of my keychains I have to get rid of. It's like um, two years old. 
They don't get a free Frosty anymore with that thing. It's expired. Did you see all the um, uh, Wendy's wrestling-related tweets? They had to do a Heath Slater? Um, there was one. Uh, there was one. Someone, I, I think someone asked Wendy's or whatever what they think of Big E. And they replied, three ain't enough, man, I need fries. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. That's Wendy's official Twitter, too. Nice. So, they're down. They gotta be down. Plus, Wendy has some good fucking burgers. Mm-hmm. Love their burgers. Their fri- I like their fries a lot, too. But their burgers, as far as uh, the big fast food joints, are the best. Now, how awesome would it be if you were taking the Q train? And you're just sitting <laughs> there, minding your own business. Uh, you look up for a second, and there's Dean Ambrose. <laughs> Right? Mind blown. So Dean Ambrose decided he didn't want a tag team with John Cena. He was going to Cody Island. Ride the Wonder Wheel. Get some hot dogs. What a guy. Comes back with hot dogs. <laughs> a whole fucking cart full. Cart. And sprayed mustard and mayo into cake. Ketchup. Was mustard and ketchup. Mustard and mayo. Mustard and ketchup. <laughs> Mustard and ketchup into the faces of Randy Orton and Cade. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. I like that. The mayo was alright, but, uh, I mean, fuck, you got me sitting there. Damn it. <sighs> Finish my Red Bull. Alright, fuck it. Um, mustard and ketchup was alright. It was pre- a little predictable. It was, he had a bit of holsters, though. That was awesome. That was cool. I mean, because the, the vendors have those sometimes. Usually not. The point is. That was an awesome segment. He just robbed the hot dog vendor. We don't know that. He could have paid him off. He defiled that poor hot dog vendor's tongs with Seth Rollins's hot Rollins. dog. Rollins. <laughs> <With> his wiener. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Or For a second there, like an idiot, I was thinking like, that's not going to hurt. He hits him with him. <laughs> going to hit him with him. But like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Fucking... And he hits the dirty deeds mm-hmm. on, uh... No. He hit the, um, Future Shock DDT. Oh, okay. The Future Shock DDT. He stole, uh, Drew McIntyre's DDT. It's too bad. Well, it's not his now. Yeah. He's still, he's still got dirty deeds. But it's cool seeing the Future Shock. Double and dog like that. What he drops. Did Bo Dallas wrestle on Raw? I can't remember. Yeah. I, I think he beat Mark Henry again. Well, him and Mark Henry fought three times only. So I don't think so. You sure? Didn't, no, didn't Bodellis fight Jack Swagger on Raw? Again? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. They yes. gotta stop putting Raw on Monday. It's too far away from today. Wow. The beginning of the week. Oh, we should just watch it later. I can't yeah. watch it later. I wasn't ready this week because Comic Con. So. You should watch it twice. Mm. There's too much stuff to do, you know? But yeah, uh, you know, Raw wasn't much to write home about. Um, Seth Brock. Yeah. And, 
Ambrose. And what's the, is, the, is Big Show going to see Dr. Shelby for his, uh, was it sensitivity training or? What did they call it? I have no idea. All I know is he's not seeing Summer Rae, and you should watch the JBL and Cole show if you don't know what I'm talking about. I know you know. I know that I know that you know that I know. I know I'm happy for Clem and Emma. It's pretty cool. Except when he hit her in the face with that beach ball. That was really funny. Uh, what's what? Dude, they would totally be Clemma. That could work. That's probably why they did that. I think that I don't think that that's why. Really? It's so easy. Yeah. And what was up with Dolph's hair? I I know you liked it. I didn't like it. I thought it was awesome. Maybe he's trying a new gimmick. I don't know. I don't like it. You don't have to like it. Remember. Sometimes they hate us. And they do these things because they hate us. At least that's what around the campfire. And by campfire, everybody who complains on the internet yet still comes back to watch week after week. IWC? Uh, yeah, man. Of which we are a part. You know, I'd like to think of us as lone wolves. We have our own pack, you know? I, I, of course, I'd be the alpha, you know, because I called it. I called it already, and I'm making the analogy. Okay. So, on you. The lone wolf that travels in a pack. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Whatever, man. It's, it, at least it's not a Psycho Sid promo, okay? <laughs> if I am, I have to pray that you do. <laughs> So you saw that five things. Yeah. What was that? Ten top ten? I saw the whole Whatever thing. Whatever it was. It was great. I was also watching uh some screw ups on uh, YouTube. I love watching those. They're hilarious. They the one where he's like Jim Ross is like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sid was a fucking wreck. Besides Roy, what the fuck was he on? I Legally, I can't speculate. Yeah, I, I, but you know, whatever, legally or not, I think meth. But really, <laughs> he was fucking out there, dude. I don't think meth was a thing back then. It was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. As far as I'm concerned, meth started the show Breaking Bad. That's when I know. But I don't know anything about it aside from that. It's fucking for crazy people. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's Raw. I give it a 4 out of 10. Alright. Plus 1 for Rock. Just plus 1? Can't stop the Rock. Well, only because it got the minus 5 from Kathy Lee and Hoda. You know what made it worse? They kept Adam Rose around longer than he's supposed to be. I blame them for him. And I blame him for that. It's a vicious cycle. Cycle of shit. Shit. That definitely goes under the shit. Shit. Alright, so I guess it's Smackdown time. 15th anniversary episode. Now mind you, we missed the first 20 minutes, so whatever. 
Yeah, the first 20 minutes was just uh, Teddy Long was like, I'm the best. I put the best tag team. And Johnny's like, no, I put the best tag teams. And Steph's like, you guys get teams together. Whoever's the winner, they're the winner. It's still not GM. Yeah. They're the best GM. Does SmackDown have a GM right now? What's going on? It's the authority. They're just in charge of everything. I mean, Cocaine is the unofficial GM. When did they dissolve the whole GM position? Where was I? Vicky? Yeah, Vicky, Vicky had... They fired... Uh, What's that dick's name? Brad Maddox? Not so rad Brad Maddox. Who I think was in a cave or something. And um, then Vicky got both shows. And then Vicky got fired. Got fired after, but not before giving uh, Stephanie McMahon a month back. Which was awesome. It was funny. Or not, unfortunately. Our opinion may differ. I can always go back and watch it. Anyway, so under shit, I have Jerry's DVR. Oh, shots fired. I'm 2 0 against you, bro. It's alright. Anyway. Under good, I will have what we fucking came up on as soon as DVR was like, oh shit, let me record this. Uh, which is Kane beating Adam Rose. Only because I remember saying, if Adam Rose beats Kane, it's total bullshit. Like, there's no way Kane should ever lose to that fuck. Well, if Adam Rose cut Kane's throat, yeah, I guess. I don't think they'd ever allow that. I know, I'm just saying that'd probably be the only way. Right. Um, also, uh, Kane wants the wabbit. That wascoey wabbit. Yeah, what's up with that? Um, you don't want rabbit stew? I don't like that. Have you ever had rabbit stew? No. So I, how do you know you don't want it? Well, you don't like it. I don't want it because Bugs Bunny's a rabbit. I wouldn't eat him. Porky Pig's a pig, and I know you love your hand. Fuck Porky. I don't fucking like him. First of all, he's fucking stuttering all the time. Just say it. Just <laughs> fucking say it. He's got a speech impediment. If, if, if any of our listeners right happen to have a speech impediment such as that, or any speech impediment, live your life. That's all I'm saying. Believe in yourself. But this guy's a cartoon character. Believe. This guy's a cartoon character. Fuck him. I will eat all the bacon. I want all the bacon. I want all the bacon on everything. Bacon pizza, bacon burger, bacon eggs, bacon on bacon. What about Sheldon from Garfield and Friends? He was an egg. I don't care about him. He has no heart. I do. It's black as night. Well, might be. At least it's working. As long as it works, I won't stop eating bacon. Mine's too. You sure? Yeah. Good. What else can you put bacon on? Everything. That's our recipe for fucking... Um, Did you put bacon on your ice cream? No. Me neither. That's our recipe for bacon-filled pancakes. Wow. 
Yeah, you just fucking eat it. You fry up the bacon and you just pour the pancake batter on top. That sounds terrible for you. <laughs> but I'll fucking eat it. Dude, like, I don't know if you know this, but to me, bacon tastes better when it has the fucking maple syrup on it. From the fucking pancakes. I don't. Now, I don't. I'm not a syrup guy. You know? I gotta, I gotta have my buddies that talk to you. We the people. We the people. We the people. <laughs> um, also, I shine on Jack Swagger, by the way, not yeah. to cut you off. No, that's fine. I don't know, like, I, I, that must have been from over the weekend, because he had that on Monday, too. I think Zeb Colt took him to the woodshed. I don't know. <laughs> we the people. Just going by, uh, facial hair and general nuttiness, do you think? Zeb and the Wyatts will ever hook up. I don't think he's needed. He's not, but I'm just saying. Because, like, what would he do? He's Bray Wyatt's the mouthpiece. What if Bray brainwashes or, or Braywashes Zeb? I want to be Braywashed. Aren't we? Or Bray unwashed if in we the case were there, of Luke Harper. If we were there, I would say we'd be Fireflies, but we'd have our fucking phone lights on. Yeah. Also in the good, we have the post-Diva match editing. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> I mean, it was blatant, but obviously it cut out some of the shit. Unless it was like a nip slip or whatever, because it might have been just like right after the, edit, after the cut was done, when they cut back to in-ring with uh, Paige and Alicia. Paige was fixing her top. Ugh. That might be on the bed. But we don't know. We should have it on It's Raw. Un- <laughs> under potentially that. Uh, I guess. That's why I love Raw. Because it's live. And someone will get a screenshot. Also under good. Which, uh, if he was my kid, it would be under bad. But, uh, Big Baby Rusev's temper tantrum. That was fucking great. He, he, he was yelling at, uh... uh he, he was complaining about The Rock. Then all of a sudden he started yelling at Big Show. He told The Rock that he was going to pay for the consequences? Yeah. I think Lana should have him tested for ADD. I think Lana should just do the talking. Because every time he speaks, I just start laughing. If, if they want me to take him seriously, I got to not be able to laugh at him. But he's so young to know all these words. It's great. I, it, it's amazing. It's amazing. And he starts stomping his feet, he's jumping around, like, uh-huh. look what I did, I'm all... Like, <laughs> yeah, when the flag came down, he's like, I did that! <laughs> I just... Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a fan of it. I like it. What a baby. Now, <laughs> now that we know that he's just a giant baby, I'm a fan. I, I, I like Rusev. I think it's incredible that uh, uh, a baby his age... Can do the things mm-hmm. that he does. He could say accolade. That's impressive. Under good, but not good, more like great. Teddy and Johnny. Yeah. Definitely had an old school feel to it. I'm kinda wish we didn't miss the first twenty minutes. Me too. I, their exchange must have been hilarious. I hope we didn't miss Teddy doing his dance. Did he do it in the ring? I didn't see him do it. We would have remembered. I mean, it's a stupid, stupid looking dance, but it's great. It's really good. He owns that. That's his. And Big Johnny! It's pretty good. 
And also undergird the pops for Ms. Dow. Yes, yes. Which also happened on Raw. It did. Yeah. Because, you know, Brooklyn is a crowd. New York in general, because I'm sure all New Yorkers are going to flock to the Barclays Center. Especially Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Represent. That's right. Brooklyn, the, the New York area generally gets smart crowds. And they recognize Damien Sandow is really working his ass off to own this Damien Mizdow character. And fucking, every, like, how, one thing that I noticed it, and the fans apparently noticed it too, because that's when they started chanting for him on Raw, when everything that Miz was doing in the ring, he was doing outside the ring. Blow for blow. Everything. And it was fucking hysterical. And that's why I like that now. But the R. Ziggler thing is still dumb. I don't know, man. I think you think it's dumb because you couldn't tell the difference. You couldn't tell which one was Dolph Ziggler and which one was R. Ziggler. I think you're wrong. I, hey, it's okay, man. It's not your fault. Especially when they both had IC titles. Yeah. Which one was the real one? You'll never know. Alright, under bad... That's the last note I have. Rusev beating Dolph Ziggler. So now this guy's also the number one contender for the IC title? One could argue, but let me figure something out here. Okay. Did you watch Main Event? I missed Main Event. Alright. Well, on Main Event, they said something I think you said that they would probably justify it as. Um... Bo Dallas is the number one contender for the IC title because he beat Mark Henry three times in a row. How does that work? I don't know. How many times did Rusev beat Mark Henry? Uh, twice. How long ago... First of all, how, when was the last time Mark Henry had a belt? Did he have the world in the title ever? I think if he did, it wasn't for a very long time. I think he did. But it wasn't very long. Um, when's the last time he had the IC title? Nation of Domination. No, I don't think he had Damn. I think he had the European title for a little bit or something. That was D-Lo. Oh. Uh, maybe. Somebody right. had it. So, how does beating... Mark Henry, who currently doesn't have a belt, and we can't remember the last time he had a belt, or even what belt it was. His Welsh Strongest Man, a title? It is a title. A title, not a title belt. Well, who not else a championship. has a title? Not a championship. Everyone has titles. Everyone? Plenty of titles. There's a lot of titles. Well, the big show is the World Largest Athlete. Right, that's a title. That's what I mean. So, I guess if you beat someone with a title... Bo has a title. He's the inspirational one. That's right. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck they're thinking. I don't... You know what it is? Maybe we're not supposed to understand. We're supposed to trust. What was that guy's name who pissed you off that week for writing SmackDown so bad? Uh, Fuck. Fuck that, you remember. Something. I blame that dick. Ed Kosky. Ed Kosky, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) We're not even sure. No, that I just found it on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, I don't know if it's true. 
but I'm sticking with it. Doesn't make sense. I don't think it's supposed to. Like, I can only suspend disbelief so much. There's but so much we can do here. I should have also put, I mean, well, we ended with, um, Samantha ended with uh, Ms. TV, right? Mm-hmm. A little predictable. I'm going to put as bad ending SmackDown with Ms. TV. I know Cena was there, so it's kind of the main event. Because the, you know, it's a big thing, it's a big deal for Cena to even be on SmackDown. Because he doesn't work Tuesdays anymore. Oh, yeah. I think they ran out of variations of Randy Orton, Seth Rollins, Kane, Ambrose, and Cena matches. Whatever. I don't like ending the talk show. I really like the Rock at Triple H segment. That was great. That was the best. But that wouldn't have been worthy of uh, ending the show either. No, but I'm saying it's good. What was the best match on SmackDown? Uh, when the Rock was talking to Triple H. It's not a match. It was a match in the You mind. should always close your show with a match. I didn't like any of the matches on SmackDown this week. I mean, I'm not... I don't like... Uh, what was it? Like, the Battle Royal. How many? I mean, the tag team match. How many guys was in there? Like, ten? Five and five? Looks like it, yeah. Too messy. Too many. I, I couldn't get into it. Um, the Divas match was. Even with the editing. It's like, whatever. Who the hell cares? Not to say that all Divas matches are who the hell cares. It's just. This match. This match wasn't very good. Paige clutching the, the title belt, which is not even hers. She wants that shit back. For a second there, I thought she was a champ. <laughs> I mean, they, they flip-flop. Well, real quick, real recently. So, like, I started holding the belt, I'm like, oh. And Cole says, she's holding AJ's title. I'm like, oh, yeah, she is. She didn't walk to the ring with it. Oh, yeah, she did, right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe the match of the night was Adam Rose versus Kane, only because Kane killed him. And then beat up a bunch of hose buds. Yeah. Make you sure not to hit any of the women. Actually, in... They got out real quick. In Portuguese, it would be hose buds also, because they don't say... There are as each. Oh. Hose buds. For our Portuguese-speaking audience. To both of you. Whatever. <laughs> uh, Smackdown was... For a 15th anniversary episode? <laughs> they should have put another hour. I don't know if I could do another hour of Smackdown. But if you know, it was written better. You know what? You kind of make a point. They made it longer... Because they give those clips of, you know, past shit that happened on SmackDown. So that takes up a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. And then the Raw Rebound. Yeah. Which is a third of the show. They showed almost... Like, they, sh- they showed, I'd say, almost half of the Rock Rusev thing. I miss SmackDown when it was Kurt wrestling there, Eddie was there, Edge, Chris Jericho... You know, those guys. Dimolenko. Yeah. Unfortunately, they're going to have that. Fucking. Those fucking guys. Chris. Benoit. You know. Did you say it? 
Chris Benoit, you know, um, those matches were just great when, when SmackDown was the wrestling show. Edge was really good there. Edge's heel run, I didn't like it at first because the whole Lita thing and I remember we were Matt Hardy fans yeah. just, just for that. Just because that was such a dicky move on his part in real life. Yeah. But um. But at the end of the day, Matt did come off as a whiny bitch. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. But he's still coming off as a whiny bitch. Yeah, but, but he's not Matt Hardy anymore. Is he? <laughs> well, he, didn't he have diverticulitis too? He had some shit where he had to have fucking... Oh yeah, he did have a thing. He had, I, he had a really bad hernia. Something in his... Yeah, there was something wrong. Yeah, uh, something wrong, alright. Anyway. Matt <laughs> <laughs> Hardy will not die. Oh, uh, yeah, he will eventually. Um. Shit, but I want to talk about the next generation of superstars. Okay. Just for a minute. Sure. We got time. If you, if you think back to four or five, to, okay, think further back. Think back like eight, nine, ten years ago. Shit. 2004. Hold on. The big names... Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to feed you everything here, because I got this in my head. I've just been thinking this, because I've been on vacation also. The big indie names then were CM Punk, Brian Danielson, and upcoming a bit later on, Tyler Black. Mm-hmm. They all came to WWE. Punk, obviously. Daniel Bryan. Tyler Black turned into Seth Rollins. Somehow. Somehow, right? John Moxley also, Dean Ambrose. Now, over the past two to eight years, everyone's been talking about Kenta, Kevin Steen, and fucking. Oh, uh, Prince Devitt. And they got them all. Well, yeah. Isn't it the dream of all? wrestlers to wrestle in the WWE anyway. Absolutely. But it's like graduating. But now, whereas in the past, WWE was really, really hesitant to hire indie guys. And I'm sure they'll admit it. Devitt, a.k.a. Uh, what's his name now? Um, Fergal. Fer- Fer- well, Fergal's his real first name. Um, Finn Balor is a new name. Laura is this um, Irish god, mm. and Finn is just, not Huckleberry Finn, but some. Finn Balor, um, Hideo Itami, which me, uh, I, I read something today, he said it means something like um, Father of Pain, or something like that. That's a great name. Right? Or a heel. <laughs> And we don't know what Kevin Steen's new name's going to be. Probably Steen Kevin. <laughs> Maybe. I hope not. <laughs> anyway, they obviously have Punk Brian and Rollins to thank for paving the way and proving to WWE that once they're hired, they will fucking soar. They're going to learn the WWE way. They're going to fucking shine. Do we know what that is? We don't exactly, but if 
you and I were to sit and watch, I'd say maybe an hour's worth of indie matches, we'd be able to get a better idea. Mm. WWE is more about storytelling than it is spots. I see. So that's the style. It's part of it, yeah. There's also a timing thing because WWE is usually televised. So they have to practice. Uh, time, time, time. Alright, it's time to cut to commercial in 10 seconds. So someone's got to follow the floor. Essentially like that. So they learn how to pace themselves for that also. That's difficult. So yeah, there's, there's pacing, there's the waxing and waning of the match. So, yeah, I, I think that WWE got those first three, and now they they built them up huge to where Punk is practically bigger than the company almost. He's not even there, and people love him. And now they got these three in developmental. By the way, Kenta Hideo Tommy is taking English classes. Good for him. That WWE is paying for, so. They better fucking pay for it. So he's working on his English like every day, which is good. He just needs not to get hurt. I know. So yeah, I think that the future is really fucking bright. For it's so bright that he needs sunglasses. Yes. I think the next five years in, in WWE are going to be very fucking interesting. To say the least. That's it. That's all I wanted to say about that. It's awesome. Oh, of course, Charlotte coming up is going to be awesome too. I just hope it's not. It doesn't what happened with Paige doesn't happen to her, because for some reason I felt like Paige was better in NXT. Weird. What what uh, I think would be cool is if Charlotte eventually comes up, looks at Paige, looks at Emma, and basically says, "What the fuck are you doing?" and then makes a stable, and Emma stops with the fucking dancing, bubble popping and shit, and she becomes the wrestler that we saw. Versus Paige for the NXT Women's Championship at the first takeover. I don't think she gets that. They love that hand shit. They love that stupid dance. And I just, I don't know. But yeah, she's, I can't wait till she's, well, I have to make them all heels. Yeah, you know, I don't think the, like the real diva landscape is that big. Because I don't count those total divas wrestling women like they don't you know what I mean like Naomi's good but Cameron sucks Nikki sucks uh, you can have Charlotte Steen versus like sucks Natalia Brie and I said Natalia already didn't I and Natalia again (laughs) (laughs) hey maybe Natty's husband Natty's husband yeah. Who'll be the third diva? Hey, maybe he could be the manager. He hasn't had any fucking titles yet. Yeah. Natty's husband. Sorry, championships. Mm. No. Not even tag team with, uh... Justin Gabriel? Uh, Hart Smith. Yeah, do you remember him? Harry Smith? Did they have the belts? I don't think so. The New Heart Foundation? It's my phone. The Heart Dynasty, they call them? Oh, my phone's charging. Whatever. It's not important. 
Someone will fucking correct us. Yeah. On the Twitter, at BasementBookers. Or, me personally, because, whatever. Definitely him personally, at Rich Carriz. Definitely him personally. Or if you want to correct Jerry on anything, at Basement Jer. You, you feel free to tweet me at Basement Jer. And uh, I will give you the advice that you require. I'm not looking at it. We don't do that here. Looking stuff. Yeah, we, we don't research shit. Fuck that. Nah, man. Hashtag hosebuds. Indeed, hashtag hosebuds. Well, I think that about does it for the basement bookers this week. Thanks for listening. And uh hope you guys catch us again next time. Tell your friends. All of them. Tell all the friends. Tell not friends that are not even your friends. Like tell someone else's friends. Tell others friends. Tell others friends. So until next time, kids. Don't try this at home. Yeah, don't, no, don't try this at home. <laughs> you should leave that to uh unprofessionals. Such as right. ourselves. Right. <laughs>